Hey, 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 everybody. On our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm Mark Marcillo, a director, actor, writer, and choreographer. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made in Hollywood. Today on our podcast, we're going to talk about famous movie directors and why we like them. And we're also going to tell you what we thought of the first episode of Taxi. Very fun, very exciting. Exciting. I'm excited. Exciting, man. Woo! And happy birthday to Timothy Amundsen and Josh Radner. <laughs> <laughs> well, get pumped, because we're going to be great talking to, about... Great to see you. Oh, it's good to see you. <laughs> but we're, uh, we're going to be talking about um, some... Uh, pretty much, we're going to talk about all my favorite directors on this episode, I think. Oh, uh, um, maybe some of mine, too. Hopefully some of yours, and probably some that are, that are not my favorites, but yeah, we're still going to mention them. Because maybe you love them. Oh. Or maybe we both don't love them, but we'll still talk about them. Maybe so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I want to talk about like directors and their their style in in the movies that they that they direct. Because a lot of these directors out here, you know, they've got a real specific style. And you know, sometimes you can recognize, you know, a film that they made without even knowing that it was them that made it. Well, I think that's true for a few guys out out in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, definitely, I mean, I think everybody always goes back to like Hitchcock, like Hitchcock had a super duper signature style, right? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely did. I mean, he must've, I mean, he was so prolific. Well, at the, when, when he first came along, everybody always, um, kind of bagged on him for cutting so much. He was a very, oh, really? for the day, he was very, uh, a very editing heavy, uh, director. Interesting. Yeah. And they were bagging on him for it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Generally, films were shot with longer takes. and uh, I guess that's true, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So he, so in, in response to that, actually, he made a movie called Rope, which is so good. It's one of my favorites of his uh, with Farley Granger in it. And uh, it's all one shot. Mm. The entire movie is... Like Birdman. Is, yeah, but like with more artistry. But with more artistry. You don't have a fan of Birdman. Oh, Birdman was fine, but you know it's different when you're you've got uh, a, a a camera on a steady cam that you're just running around with it, you know, and it's all you know shooting digitally versus shooting on film with cranes on a sound stage and the sets are like right. breaking so apart you as you go past. All one shot. Um, there are cuts. So every ten minutes, basically, it's like somebody's some one of the characters will cross in front of the camera and they'll go the into the back of the of the person and that's the cut they'll reload the film and then they'll start in that same place and that as the character passes by we go back into the movie that's pretty cool which don't fool yourself of course there are cuts in birdman as well They're oh i know hidden no yeah and they're not hidden super well you can usually tell when there's a cut and i feel like when i was watching birdman they 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 hide they hide them, but you can see where they're at. I think you can yeah. tell. And they can anytime have... someone crosses the frame, it feels like there's a cut there. Um, anytime like the frame is like black for a second, this seems like there's a cut. Yep. Um, they can also hide cuts now digitally so easily yeah. now that there can be cuts in anything, and it can look like one seamless take, and yeah. it's absolutely not. Yeah. I don't think that Birdman is a work of genius in any way 
Um, I don't, I don't either. It's a weird film, but I like it. It's a weird film. I didn't mind that part of it. I, I didn't mind the story either, but I just, you know, that that gimmick of it being all one take, like, if you can't, I mean, if you can't 70 years later do it better than Hitchcock did it, I don't know. I mean, have we progressed? I don't know. That's I don't my know. take on it. <laughs> Your take is, I don't know. <laughs> That's your take. I don't know. You decide. Um, all right. Well, um, but so as far as Hitchcock goes, what would, are you, do you feel like you're able to put his style into words? I feel like with all these guys, it's really hard for me to put their style into words. Well, he, he kind of, I guess back in that time, he, he was like the master of suspense. So right. the tension that he built was, was like un- none other. Was like none other. Nobody had done it like that. I feel like know? even still today, I go back and watch. I watch the, when I, I mean, going back to see those films, mm, I felt like uh, the tension was was honestly greater than I felt in a lot of the films I watch nowadays. So yeah, well, I think, feel like it still holds up in that aspect. It it's uh it's interesting because he didn't really write any of his films. And uh, although he had a very heavy hand with the writers that he worked with, mm-hmm. like Ernest Lehman and people like that, uh, I, I saw him interviewed live once and he was like, yeah, you know, Hitchcock was like very much over our shoulders a Interesting. lot. But he all but Hitchcock would also take uh, take credit for things that people hailed in the movie as like like really like incredible direction and <laughs> layman at one point like opened up one of his scripts and he was like see and he read it and he's like see it's all there <laughs> 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 so i mean it's you know it's sort of sort of funny but <laughs> but I, I think yeah i think it's that it's that kind of strange spiral staircase that he takes you on like right. you're going down and down and down and down and you it's this progression of tension that he creates that very few people i think have really been able to imitate correctly you know or i don't think they've been able to imitate it i don't think anyone has especially remember when that um this psycho remake oh, remember with uh wow. oh my with gosh. what's uh what's his Gus name van Zandt did it what like shot for shot yeah shot for shot oh that's, that's so funny to me that they can do a movie <laughs> shot for shot and it, <laughs> it still doesn't work. It's so bad. They can, they can do a movie shot for shot for such a great movie, and it's just bad. But it's what a so terrible bad. idea to remake Psycho when it's just already – it's already like it, – it's such it's a big so classic, good. and it's already so good. Why would you remake – And it remake, holds up so well. Why would you remake anything that was so good? Like yeah. why would you put – why would any filmmaker want to do that to themselves? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about a mountain to climb that you're really never going to get on top. Literally of. never, man. I can't imagine being offered to do that and, and then being like, oh, yeah, I could probably do it better than Alfred Hitchcock. Like, why? Would I, you? He probably didn't think he could do it better than Alfred Hitchcock. He probably just said, like, I'm going to get a paycheck. But for then this. that's my question, though. If you don't think that you could do it better than him, then why do it? Um, yeah, the studio wanted money. He, yeah. he got a paycheck. It's a, Once again, it's like we talk about with franchises, like it's IP. Yeah. intellectual property that they own that has a foundational yeah, fan base that like people come see it because yeah it's, it's psycho it's stupid it's stupid and it's yeah and i i think that movie did 
really poorly. Very poorly. I mean, I think because people were like, heck no. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Hitchcock movie? I do. Which one? Uh, Rebecca. Which I've inc- not seen Rebecca. Yeah. Incidentally, Rebecca was not, it was his least favorite, Hitchcock's least oh, really? favorite. He thought that there was no humor in the in the script or in the book at all by Daphne du Maurier. Uh, I love, I've read the book. I've, I love the book. And um, I love the soundtrack by Franz Waxman. Um, and uh, I, I th- it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I gotta see it then. Talk about suspense with Judith Anderson and um, uh, Joan Fontaine in that bedroom. Oh, like oh my god, it's so great. Like, ugh, so good. I gotta see it. Well, my favorite. It's like almost a tie, but it's a tie, It's almost a tie between um, Psycho and Birds. Mm-hmm, the Birds. Um, Tippy. yeah. But I think it's gonna go to Psycho. I love, I love Psycho. Psycho is great. It's sad to me that Janet Lee dies so quickly because she's so, yeah. so good. I've, I've always loved Janet Lee. And, but Tony Perkins in that movie, I mean, if you rewatch that movie just for the acting of Tony Perkins, yeah, he is phenomenal. How sad that he got so typecast mm-hmm. because he really didn't get hired a lot after that. He was always thought of as Norman Bates. Boy, he's he's brilliant in that. Movie. That's crazy. He didn't get hired a lot after that. And I he know. was just like, t- I mean, he's today so good. he would be hired left and right. He would, yeah, he would never stop working. Yeah, you know, kind of like what when Edward Norton like kind of hit the scene, very much a, a Tony Perkins type. Like he just, you know, he was an, a good actor, and he so he got hired everywhere until everybody decided he was a mean person. But you know, he's in Birdman, isn't he? Uh, I don't, I think it is. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, who's on, who else is on your list? Um, pretty much everybody. <laughs> who's, the, who's the top of your list? Ooh, top of my list? I think, uh, Spielberg, probably Steven Spielberg. Okay. Um, he's, he's been probably my favorite director for as long as I can remember. So which movie particularly? Um, Particularly, probably E.T., I think. Best choice. Yeah? You think so? Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I think E.T. I mean, I love a bunch of movies that he just had his hand in, though. Yeah, but... Uh, but he, not movies that he... Uh, but he... Yeah, he... I mean, he has his hand in a, a lot of movies. He's he's produced a lot, and he's yeah. been story... You know, he's helped on stories of a lot of different movies. Um, but, come on. E.T. is a perfect movie. It is. It's really good. It's good. Or my other one is Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. Which it's one? Pretty... Which one? Okay, so this is controversial. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fight about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Indiana Jones movie is the third one. <laughs> well, actually, I think I think that's a lot of people's uh, at least second favorite. You know, I and think... you said your favorite one's the second one. Am I, I right love about? Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually my least favorite. I don't understand why it's so much better than all the other ones. The adventure is so good. They go in secret passageways. There's there's bugs everywhere. They go on the the train cart thing. <laughs> it, they there's there's like they're ripping out hearts. I know that part. They got me short out. round in there. I they do even love got short a round. tap number in it. It couldn't be better. Yeah, well, I don't know. And I, Kate Capshaw is hilarious in that movie. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love all three Indiana Jones movies. 
Um, not I don't love the fourth one. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I love all three uh, of the original trilogy, and uh, the third one's just my favorite. I love the 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 part when he's doing the different uh, the different tasks for to get to the Holy Grail. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's very Da Vinci Code, right? Mm-hmm. Like pre Da Vinci Code. Of I course. really love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I like all that stuff too. It's and I think the that's clues, what... follow the clues. Yeah. you know, and all that. Which I, we love a scavenger hunt. We love a board game. We love, you know. Yeah, we love that stuff. Yes. So the the mystery of you know f- following clues, I think, is very appealing. I just I just don't think it's the best. Um, you know, to be honest, I don't think it's his best directing, and I and I don't think it's the best performances that he got out of those those actors. Actually, um, yeah, I feel like there's a there's a lot of. I think it could be. I think the edit could get another pass uh, on that movie. I know this is so controversial. Yeah, I mean, I don't People know. Love this. I movie, mean, to me, so. it's the best. So I, I mean, I think it's to each their own. But yeah, yeah it's just like I, I saw it as. I, I think the story just appealed to me more than any of the others for that one when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Just did, and sometimes that's all it is. Like you see something when you're young. You know, sometimes it doesn't matter if it's like the best directing or the right. best like acting. It's because like not all that's like processing. It's just like, am I like loving like the things that are happening on screen? Right. And that's what I yeah. And that and I was loving it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my favorite. Um, but and I feel like to me, since we're talking about director styles, I don't know exactly what Steven Spielberg's style is, but I feel like we talked about it a bit on our last episode that there's like a spark in I think his films like there's like this wonder I feel mm-hmm. like that's in it's in E.T. I feel like it's in Indiana Jones yeah it's in a lot of his movies well it's in a lot of his early movies right but after Jurassic Park can you think of a movie that he <sighs> really Jurassic Park. yeah that's another one it's another one um, but can you think of another movie where he really does capture well that I feel spark? like he tried with um with Ready Player One Ugh. but I don't think he, he captured it at Ugh. all awful i don't think he captured it no but i do think there was an attempt i agree with that i think that there might have been an attempt but my goodness no i can't i can't think of a movie that that he did after 1993 i think that's when when i don't know when when jurassic park came out yeah i don't Um, know why early 90s i think i don't know why that is well i don't know he kind of moved away from the adventure stories adventures are the best adventure movies are just my favorite they are they're the best i mean they're i mean i I love a lot of different kinds of movies but my god adventure movies what what's better than than indiana jones or goonies or like even even adventure movies that are i mean i think they're great national treasures oh yeah national i love them i just i love i love a treasure hunt i love I just love adventures i love a good adventure man. i do too i i really do as well it's such a fun kind of movie to watch mm-hmm. um we watched that tom holland movie what is that oh i didn't watch it um you're talking about uncharted i'm too big of a fan of the game to i just knew that was not gonna be good it was unfortunate because it really could have been sort of in the same vein of course and i think that they wanted it to be and they wanted it to it's be like to a be. franchise you know yeah it is but um didn't work but yeah we yeah I knew that wasn't gonna work. But do you have a, a, a famous Spielberg? Or a, it's E.T. Right? Your oh my God! Spielberg? Yes, it's okay. E.T. Of course it is. Okay. okay. E.T. Then I would say Temple of Doom. Then Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um. Maybe then Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. 
trying to think. Has of there ever been an, an Indiana? Is it Indiana Jones is Universal, right? Yes. Universal. Has there it's ever all... been like an Indiana Jones ride at Universal? Of course. No, at Disneyland. Oh. It's at Disneyland. Oh, it's at Disneyland? Yeah. But it is a Universal film, right? Correct. And I don't know why, but, you know, I, uh, Amblin I don't know how probably all that, owns it. All those so. rights work. Yeah, Amblin probably owns the rights to Because I'm sure so. if they could, they would have already had, there would be an Indiana Jones right there right now. Yeah, probably so. Because there was an E.T. ride at one point, which I never actually got to go on, right? Uh, okay, so no, there was um, there was not an ET ride. There was an ET experience where one kid out of the audience, their name it was they never said their me, name, right? Who got to go into the the he got to ride the bicycle, and then they would he, they he would be on the screen like going across the moon with ET in the basket, you know. One kid. Yep, only one. It wasn't me. Ah, that's sad. Oh my god, I always wanted to do it. Oh, that's too bad. It's so devastating when it's not you and you, it's the only bad time you're ever <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that movie no i don't think there is there's not one flaw it's crazy i don't know how he did it <laughs> um what, uh, what what i've got so many people on my list what what do, you, what do you got well i'd be remiss if we didn't talk about david lynch yeah we gotta talk about david lynch i mean because he's practically a co-star of this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even—I don't know how to describe David Lynch's style other than a total mind-numbing experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lynch loves to play with time. He loves to play with the non-linear. Yeah, but that everything kind of circles back in a way. He just doesn't follow a linear storyline necessarily, but like everything kind of does converge in a really neat puzzle. Yeah. I think it's one of the things I like about him is that he, it's like, it's like watching a movie of his, you, then you got to like kind of dive deep and, and like, and uncover what the heck he's talking about or what the heck he's doing. Yeah. Like that, um, Mulholland Drive. Well, that's his masterpiece. You love that movie. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> like it's it's really his best film. Is it is my is it my favorite film? No, but it's his. his masterpiece. You believe it's he's he'll never do anything better than that. It's so good. Yeah, I I remember. So I watched that film with Jacques and we and Christina and we all sat down and watched it. And then it ended and we were like just staring at the screen for a while. We were like wow what exactly did we just see and then we looked up some some videos and articles about what we saw yeah and then we were like oh it's genius it's genius <laughs> so once if you if you start researching and like like there are some really smart cinephiles out there who really get everything and they really like they they, they write all these articles that's it's you you blow your mind because yeah. even if they're not right, oh my god! Like the fact that that is in there, and you can see how that's in there. Yeah, like you can see what they're talking about. I, I it's it's unbelievable. It's pretty amazing. I do remember. I remember watching it, being like mind blown. But like I was just like I, I've no. At first I was like I was just confused, and then I looked up what I, what I watched, and there was like explanations, and I was then I started to my mind open to it, and I was like, oh my god, I want I need to watch it again. Yeah. I felt like I wanted to watch it again, like right away. Yeah, because you're really like, it really is a puzzle. Yeah. And you're watching him put all these pieces together, but it's not in the same puzzle. Yeah. 
It's amazing what he does. His mind is fascinating. But it's he amazing. also has like this very distinct visual style that and color palette that he uh, he he's something else, man. Yeah. I agree. He's something else. And he made Twin Peaks, which you got me to watch and um I loved it. Oh my god. I love Twin Peaks. So obviously my favorite David Lynch David Lynch film is Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Right. And I love it. And I loved it when it came out and I saw it like four times in the theaters. And uh and it got panned. People at Cannes Film Festival walked out. Um Why'd they do that? Well, actually, I think that cut, which we've never, I, I've never seen the uh, extra footage, but I think that, that when they kill Laura Palmer in the movie, I believe it was so long and so gruesome that people stood up and walked out. Um, they don't they like told- long gruesome stuff at can because there was another film recently that just came, that it was, that like played during, uh, the same time, or maybe like around the time that the new Elvis movie was playing. A lot of people walked out on it because it was too gruesome. Hmm. They don't like gruesome stuff. They don't like the gruesome. <laughs> I understand. I like how he cut it. I, I, you know, he did. He went back and cut out, you know, a bunch of stuff. And I think twenty minutes. Really? I think that's what it was. Wow. Anyhow, uh, but I, I like the cut. I like the theatrical cut. Whatever you know, whatever that ended up being. Hopefully, he liked it. He always gets final cut on his stuff. So. Right. Um. But um, I love that movie. I loved it then. Everyone panned it. Everyone thought it was uh, a, a schlocky, terrible, campy, weird thing and didn't make any sense. Uh, and now they kind of look at it as like a cult classic, mm-hmm. and um, it, which I think is really funny because – and I'm so glad that it's getting the recognition that I think it deserves because I always loved that movie. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I think I saw it. I, I don't remember it that well. But I think me and Christina sat down and watched it at some point. Um, but yeah, I love I love Lynch. What about, we love Lynch on the podcast. We love Lynch on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Jordan Peele? I know he's somebody you really like. I do. Oh, I liked him before he was even directing. Um, he's so funny. He is funny. Um, and he brings that humor uh-huh. into his horror films to some degree, I feel like. Um, I think so, too. Yeah, he's really he's really good. At making a really good, eh, they're not always. I think Us was more of a horror film. The first one, I think, Get Out was more of a thriller, um, mm. than horror. Yeah, I would say um, that. It's psychological, for yeah, sure. psychological horror, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's. I love that he's like he. He's good at bringing. At, I don't know. His horror movies have sort of. They have like an energy to them that make me feel nostalgic which is weird um i don't know if that makes sense but that's how i feel so um that's what i'm sticking with um (laughs) i don't i don't know how to how to put it into words but they they do they have something um and and uh and he brings this humor into them and they're just i think they're just really good um horror movies and i love that he's just decided to like stick with horror and that's his thing and, um, Which is interesting because he is a comedian. Yeah, I think it's whole his whole thing is really interesting. But it, I think it gives him an interesting look at like he he looks at at horror in a different way. Yeah, he definitely looks at it differently than other people. I mean, his horror films are distinctly different than the other horror films that come out from other directors. They're almost a little tongue in cheek. They're a little like haha, a little like 
like to the, some degree yeah yeah a little bit like a he's like bit. he's doing that behind the scenes uh-huh. you know like underneath everything he's kind of nudging you like <laughs> yeah you know? I, th- I think you're right and i maybe that's i don't know if that's like where i'm getting this like vibe this like nostalgic vibe from somehow that like maybe that's something i recognize from other films that i've seen that are like older but i don't maybe that's maybe that's where but i do think you have you're on to something there i think he's having fun with it i think think he's having fun and i think i think older like some older movies that i've seen i think they i don't know they had more fun well i think you know old slasher films i was just talking to somebody about um friday the 13th and you know when you when you think about Friday the Thirteenth, you don't think of like like when you talk when you think about Saw, you think of something so horrific and disturbing and yeah, gross. I don't and, like Saw. Blah, it's so hard for me to watch that kind of stuff. I don't like body horror stuff. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but uh, but I think like with Friday the Thirteenth, you kind of think of like a fun slasher movie, mm-hmm. and even like it's gruesome and it's scary, but it's also kind of fun mm-hmm. at the same time, if that makes any sense to watch yeah. people die and have fun no, watching them. No, it, but it is fun. I mean, those films are fun, like Scream. Those are Scream really fun. Scream is really fun. They're really fun movies. Yeah, but Scream definitely doesn't take itself too seriously. It doesn't. I, I think it made, it made it so good. Yeah, it's really <laughs> good. Even the new one's really good. Yeah. You, you saw the new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I like Scream. I love that franchise. Yeah, it's good. That's one they haven't ruined yet. They haven't ruined it. They can keep going, and yeah. they're they keep doing a good job. They're still doing a good job. They're still doing a good job. Um, and it's hard to say which ones. I mean, obviously, right now, Get Out's my favorite Jordan Peele film, but Nope looks really good. Nope does look really good, but mind you, he's only made two movies. He's so only far. made two. Um, and Us is only okay. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It did the same box office as Get Out. Yeah, I guess he was he got popular and yeah, people were excited. Exactly. And it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It doesn't make as much sense as Get Out does. Yeah. You saw did you see us? No. Yeah, it doesn't make as much sense. It's it's a little more out there. It's a little more hard to believe. Gotcha. You really gotta suspend your disbelief. I there's a there's another guy I wanna talk about that I feel like neither of us like his films. You can let me know. Michael Bay. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, it's Michael Bay. I I don't like his movies, but he definitely has a style. He definitely has a style. I feel like it's explosions. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if you could wrap his style up into one word, it's just explosions. I think it's tits and explosions. Tits and explosions, maybe in two words. Yeah. Um, That's it. Yeah. I don't like his movies. <laughs> you know, I don't dislike them, actually. Uh, I he, do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never liked a movie that he made. But um, but you definitely can tell it's a Michael Bay movie. I mean, it's, it's, it is like, it's like popcorn movie on steroids, like coming at you from every direction. Yeah. And people do love those kinds of movies. And he, he no, kind people of definitely that love, market. People definitely love them. Like... I mean, this is just my opinions. Like, I feel like they're good movies to somebody. I feel like, I mean, these people wouldn't Every, be... Everything, yeah. I mean, everyone, every there's an audience for everything. So, obviously, like, he has an audience. And, like, any, even if I, if any, if I ever say I don't like somebody, clearly, I'm not the final say on anything. But I, I just, like, I'm not into the explosion stuff. I'm not into, like, it's just, I'm not into action, for one. Didn't he do Transformers? Yep. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm not into any of that stuff. He just did that new one, Ambulance, I think it is. Yes. I don't know. What even is that? It's just an ambulance and there's explosions. Dude, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I take great pride in the fact that he screamed in my face. Like, I Oh, love, yeah, you told me that. I love that You story. were on set with him and... Yep, on Transformers, actually. I was on Transformers. Yeah, so he... I don't know. Like, he runs a really stressed out set. That's not good. It's not good. Everyone was unhappy on that set. And you could tell it was coming from down. It was trickling down from the top. Um, every every from PA, every coordinator, every the UPM was like angry, screaming at everybody, screaming at people through the, the walkies. Right. And, you know, and that's why I got screamed at. How basically. do you make a movie like that? How do you make a good movie like that? That's crazy because I mean a lot of people love those movies. They, I mean, I think they are good. Yeah, I mean at least the first few I think are good. I think the first one was good. Um, I liked the second one okay. I mean, I haven't really been on a lot of sets that are crazy, screamy, upset people vibe, yeah. but that's no fun. Um, but yeah, there's not much to say about Michael Bay. I don't have a favorite film by him. Um, I guess if it was, it would be Transformers One, but that's all I got. And I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that is mine too. I don't know. Like, I don't really have one either. Um, one guy I do have a lot of favorite films by is uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, and he has a very specific style. Incredibly specific. Incredibly specific. I think he's, I mean, it's really one of the more, speci- one of the more honed in styles. Yeah. Is Quentin Tarantino. Yes. And one of the, one of the only guys who gets away with it in the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, really. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Because, you know, there are direct, there are like a lot of indie film directors that, you know, I can't name them like off the top of my head, but they uh, do David have. David Cronenberg. David Lynch is one of those people yeah, too. That, Woody like, Allen is one of those right. people who is, they're in the mainstream, but they're they're on the, yeah. they're on the artsy like border of right. the mainstream, you know? Right. Whereas Tarantino is really kind of dead center. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I love Tarantino. Um, favorite Tarantino? Favorite is probably Pulp Fiction. Yeah, probably Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Hot so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're like just cool movies. They're really cool. Um. I don't know. I mean, what would you say his style is? He has interesting angles. He does like very. He's like. Um. I think he he loves the irreverent, mm. and I think that he. He utilizes the oddball nature of people. Right. It's almost like he he takes the the quirks of the world of people and society and explodes and am- them. Yeah. He like <laughs> amplifies them yeah. and and yeah, he exposes all of it and amplifies it. Yeah. I feel like that's what he does. He it's like And it's very they, interesting to watch. They are turned up to They're turned 10. up. Yeah. They're turned up to 10. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's not it's not like super grounded in reality it's it's more out there and and i interesting yeah it's out there and interesting and i i love that stuff my dad one of my i think my dad's like some of his favorite movies are the kill bill uh films kill bill volume one and two i think he's doing a volume three. Oh boy i think um he's been saying he's gonna stop directing for a while who knows if that's the case Quentin, hasn't he? Hasn't he said like he's like yeah. he's like people, said he's gonna be done soon. People but. say that, and I don't really pay any attention. Yeah, because he's still gone. There's still. I don't Did know. you like Hateful Eight? That 
I think is my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's not my favorite. It's it's, not. it's pretty low on the list. Oh, interesting. Um, that is interesting. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think it's actually really good. It's cool. It's the I love I love Fargo. I love like snow and blood together. There's just like the yeah, red Fargo. I know. I'm saying oh. I'm saying snow and blood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got I'm saying it. white gotcha. like red on white. It's fun. It's it's really aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> um so I love I love the visuals of Hateful Eight. Um I don't know. It's just not my favorite movie. It's cool though. It's more it's like it's giving like murder mystery vibes in the way that it's like these exactly like, yeah I see why you like it because yeah. you're into more murder mysteries because there's like these like really quirky characters and like everyone's kind of trapped in this one place yeah exactly yeah I, I could definitely see why it's your favorite yeah um because I I was hoping to love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but I really didn't love oh, it oh actually I do dislike that one more than Hate Flight I just didn't think that the story was there. There just wasn't enough story. Yeah, and me. it kind of just ends. When it ended, it just ends. There's not much. It doesn't feel like an ending. It's really not an ending. It's it's a it's a just a they pull out and they're like the credits start rolling and you're like oh, I guess yeah. we're done with this. Well, they you know they <laughs> he he uh, he reimagines the Manson murders. Yeah, which I think for anybody who lived in that time and you know experienced that horror you know even just in the papers and you know all that i i think it was sort of it was just like this and boom there you go and we're out you know well, like the, it was it's like, not even about that it's like it's, it's not an, about them at all that's sort of not, it's the backdrop yes the backdrop is the manson murders and then like it's about it's about something else it's very it's a, i mean it could have been good i feel like yeah. But I don't know how. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, but I I did love the performances in it. Brad Pitt well, is fantastic actors. in it. And Leo, Leo is always great. In it. He is always great. I love, I, I, I love, love Leo. Leo so. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, still my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, That's your favorite Leo film? Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. That's actually my favorite Scorsese film. What too. about? Oh, um, speaking of Scorsese. Oh, yeah. We talk I want to talk about him a little bit. Scorsese, he does. He uses Leo a lot. He does. He loves Leo. He loves Leo, and he loves uh, DiCaprio. Yep, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. In case, in no case anyone knows. doesn't know who we're talking about, we're just calling him Leo. <laughs> yeah, and his Leonardo DiCaprio. Our friend Leo. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally shortening his name to <laughs> so down so much. Um, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, yeah, he loves him. He loves him and uh, Robert De Niro. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I don't generally love Scorsese's films, but I think that they're all really good. Does that make any sense? Like, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, I love, love The Aviator. Yeah, that's uh, what you were saying earlier. You love The Aviator. Um, but it's I'm, about old Hollywood, too. So, I mean, and Kate Blanchett's in it and Leo's in it. I mean, it's a great cast, great director, although it's not my favorite director. Mm-hmm. Uh, and definitely loves stuff that I love, like, you know, old Hollywood course right i i don't know how i feel about martin scorsese i i mean i definitely like him i definitely think his movies are really really good like really really good um it's just not my kind of movies uh typically yeah i think that that's more it than anything. Um, 
but um like the irishman was great you know i never saw the irishman it's very good and it was very long but again it's a gangster movie and i he does a lot of gangster movies he has a lot of gangster movies and i'm not a big gangster movie guy uh this was a good one um but uh i feel like he always does that good i almost feel like you can't miss with a gangster movie when you're martin scorsese yeah i feel like that i um i think when i, I, I was younger i saw taxi driver and i really liked it but also it's dark it's very dark well i think um correct me if you know i'm wrong but i think the when the joker movie came out there was a lot of inspiration yes from uh, Taxi yeah Driver for, for, for sure that movie and i loved the joker movie um yeah i wouldn't go so far as to say love on that i, mean, I, I did think it's i love very it. good movie but i would never i loved it. it i, I also love walking phoenix oh yeah he's great he's really good did you see her Hers, like, I was not expecting to like her as much as I did. Yeah. Because it's, like, him conversing with her so, artificial intelligence. Interestingly enough, her is basically a ripoff of Ender's Game, the continuation of Ender's Game. Oh, by really? Orson Scott Card. Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. So, the thing in his ear, like, her, and he falls in love with her, and it's, like, this, this whole thing is, like... To me, it just feels like a really long Black Mirror episode. Black Mirror just feels like uh, Twilight Zone. Right. So well, that's all Black Mirror is, but yeah. it's just really well yeah. written. Yeah, know? really doing. I mean, not that Twilight Zone wasn't. Oh my gosh, I yeah. love the old Twilight Zones. They're great. Right. Yeah, I just felt yeah. that her was not very original. Um, I like because it it, because if you read um, the uh, the Ender's sequels, the Ender's which I, sequels I hadn't, so it just by, seemed by, by Card. Uh, they are that. I mean, it's pretty much identical in a way. Yeah. Know? Well, it's hard to make anything original. Tis. <laughs> Tis. Like truly original. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Although I feel like I have some really original ideas. That oh, I, that here I, they come. Yeah, I'm, I'm producing them. He's just going really slow. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall. Like as Penny Marshall did big. She did big. She did uh, League of Their Own. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She yeah. was great. I, yeah, I don't know necessarily like a visual style she or any Tom of that. Hanks. She does love Tom Hanks. <laughs> Who doesn't love Tom Hanks? <laughs> um, but those movies are steeped in sincerity and um, that's nice. Big heart, yeah. Big heart in those movies. I love that. Like we, I miss I that love in movie movies. with heart, with like a lot of heart. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, I feel like her films. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of heart. Um, which I felt like a lot of films, like um, like a lot of '80s films, did have. I feel like a lot of '80s films just had a lot more heart than they do now. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like all a lot of the franchises that were that were rebooting now are the ones that came out then. Yeah. So we're like, oh, all that heart then, let's bleed it out now. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> bleeding. We're those bleeding hearts. those hearts out. Some <laughs> bleeding hearts. That's um, what we're doing in the 2000s. And Gary Marshall, I mean, you know, Pretty Woman. Overboard, Overboard, uh, I think is probably the greatest. I've not comedy. seen Overboard. It's it's probably the greatest comedy of the eighties. I gotta it's see it. Hilarious. I like Pretty Woman a lot. Pretty Woman, singing in the street. Pretty Woman, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. Um, I love when she goes back in and she's like, "Do you work on commission?" 
I wanted to do that when I went to Beverly Hills. Uh, I, what, they I, pretty woman do you in Beverly Hills. Yes, Remember? I told you about this. No, yeah, I, yeah they did. They they herded me. They me and my cousins. They we got herded out of the store because we clearly didn't belong. <laughs> Wasn't it like at Hermes or something like that? Something like that. It was one of those stores. Um, and yeah, they 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 essentially the security guard came over and basically just herded us out like we were sheep. And <laughs> um, because I guess it was clear we weren't. I mean, my cousins, they had cargo shorts on and, and it, it wasn't a good look. Um, yeah, but, but people in Beverly Hills, they were anything now. Like rich people in Beverly Hills. That's why I wanted to go. That's why I wanted to be rich so I could go back and be like, oh, yeah. Do you big work mistake. on commission? Big, big mistake. Huge. Big mistake. <laughs> huge. Do you work on commission? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> I didn't get to do it though. Maybe one day, but they won't remember me. <laughs> it's been too long. Uh, anyone else on your list? Tim Burton. Ooh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton's great. I mean, I mean, talk about a strong visual style. Strong visual style and uh, choice of film um, is always very pretty consistent. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. It's usually. Um, I feel like it's usually dark, but told in a light way. Yeah. That's right? A, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. It's like dark, but told in a light way. Yeah, because um, it's not a dark comedy. No. It's dark. It's a darkness. <laughs> yeah, there's a darkness. <laughs> there's a very... Like, Edward Scissorhands is is always, like, it's his best movie, I think. But like, I love Edward Scissorhands. It's, it's brilliant. Really, really, really put him on the map. And... It's like this really strangely sad almost story about this deformed man who pivots that into being a world famous beautician yeah. of sorts. But in this really strangely uh like um plasticky track homey world. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, I- I love it when a director can bring you and like convince you of a world that is that is like it's almost like an alternate reality of ours but it's it's just like so clearly has these differences and you can like I don't know when you can like really get into that and a director is able to bring you into a world like that it's really cool well it's it's exactly what he does literally what he does in Beetlejuice Mm -hmm. yeah you know you're literally going into the 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 model home yeah you know the model town yeah and like so it's like one in the other you know Beetlejuice is an interesting one too it's not my favorite movie Mm-mm. um but I saw the play on Broadway and I loved it it is to me so much better than the movie oh interesting I never saw the play it's great it's really good it's really really good I yeah I liked it so much better than the movie. But I, I am gen- generally a pretty big Tim Burton fan. I like all the stuff he does. Um, I think he's doing the new uh, Wednesday, Wednesday Adams uh, show on Netflix, I think. Hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe he's me, producing it? He's directing it. He's directing it. Directing the first episode or every episode? Like, is he just doing the pilot to, like... All, s- all of them. All of them? Eight episodes. Okay. Um, it's a little, Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, so he's, um, yeah, doing... Oh, and apparently he's doing Beetlejuice 2 is on Ooh, his that's not, that's gonna be another one of those oh. friends they're bleeding it they're um, bleeding the heart bleeding the heart wait do you have a, a favorite um tim burton movie i guess it would probably be edward scissorhands oh yeah edward scissorhands i think so did i say what mine is what is it i don't know 
<laughs> I think then maybe you didn't. <laughs> um, I think my favorite is might also be. I think it's also Edward Scissorhand. I love Johnny Depp. Yeah, I yeah. mean Johnny Depp. He he's he's really talented. He's pretty darn good. That guy. He's really really talented guy. Um. Yeah, but I do have one other director I want to talk about. I don't know if you have any others, um, but I want to talk about Christopher Nolan. Oh, hmm. what do you think about him? Eh. He's got a. He's got. I mean, he's super talented. He does really good movies, but I got to tell you, I don't care to see any of them again. I thought you would. Did you not? Are you not a fan of Memento? Memento's very good, but you, I've seen it. And you, and you're like you're not like itching to see it again. I don't need to see that again. Interesting. I don't need to see. What's the one on the ship? He did Dunkirk, didn't he? Dunkirk. That's oh. it. <laughs> HD, which one of those? <laughs> um, yeah, we saw Dunkirk together, and we were like, I remember leaving that movie and and being like, I didn't feel connection to any of the characters, and nope. I was like, I don't think I could tell you any of the characters' names. Nah. I mean, it was a very good movie, but I would really good. never see that again. Um, Interstellar's really good, though. Yeah, Interstellar's okay. Yeah, it was, it was good to see it. I saw it at the Cinerama Dome in 70mm, and that was kind of fun. Um, I don't need to see that again. Did you see uh, Tenant? That's a trip. I thought you everybody see. panned Tenant. No, I didn't pan it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never panned it. Um, I saw it. I saw it. I was like high when I saw this movie, and that was a bad idea. I paused it so many times, and I was talking to my sister. I was like, what? And we like, we would pause the movie and then we would like have an in-depth discussion about what was happening. And then we would like, we got like a, we got like a, a a laser pointer out and we were like pointing at stuff on the screen. We were like, this is this and this is this. And that's how that connects to that. Okay, let's continue. And then we'd watch and then we'd pause and we'd be like, (laughs) wait, what just happened? And then we'd just, we'd like talk about it together. It was fun. Um, it's complicated movie. It, it, because it's part, a lot of the movie is going backwards in time and like like the movie's going backwards but the actors are going forwards if mm-hmm. that makes sense like they're like the scenes are crazy like they're literally going the scenes are literally time is moving backwards but the actors are going forwards it's it's nuts um and i liked it i feel like i don't know what his christopher nolan's style is exactly but they're all epic films yeah he does like epic he does do big films like they're really big you know all the batman Returns stuff yeah like they're all very big um, yeah, I mean, I think he's a very good filmmaker. No, I have no arguments there. I just wouldn't, I don't know. I don't really feel like seeing any of them again. You know. So you I mean? wouldn't, do you have a favorite film by him then? Mm, nah. You? My, my favorite is probably Interstellar. Yeah, I mean, there's so many directors that I love. Um, uh, definitely ones that are dead and buried, you know, long time at this point. You yeah. know, Frank Capra is probably my favorite one of my favorite favorites and loved all of his movies and um charles walters with his great musicals and vincent minnelli and gene kelly and all those people Mm -hmm. sam wood uh but yeah but i guess we're talking about the new ones (laughs) the people the people that people remember i mean you can talk about them (laughs) i i haven't seen i don't know a lot of those um of what those guys have done no it's all right <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do a a, a a like a retro i mean i we could do a retro that'll be another podcast because that's a different episode that's I'm a cutting different all episode. this out 
That's probably for the best. Why do we talk so much? I don't know. We took. We have a lot of people on this list. You think it's all interesting? I don't. Everything know. we said. But I was interested in a lot of it. I was too. So they'll probably be okay. I mean, it's I our was interested. <laughs> it's our podcast. All right. Well, um, enough of these uh, amazing directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's do our new segment, Impressions from Christina. Who's that lady? It's Christina. We had my sister, Christina, who is not uh, in the industry at all. She's not an actress or a director or a writer or anything. Um, she's a pretty good writer, but she doesn't. She's not in the industry doing it. She comes it. up with good ideas. She comes up with good ideas. She's a good idea person, but she's a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she has no interest in uh, being in the entertainment business, um, and especially not being a performer. So we asked her to do impressions for us. <laughs> and we're going to figure out who they are. Who they are. Um, okay. All let's, right, let's do it. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, she she told me she feels really good about this one. Oh, great. That's what she told me when I when I left the house. Today. I feel this good. All right, here we go. What are you talking about? Ka-chow. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I know what it is. Yeah, you probably do. I don't even know if I know that person. I think you do. Should we listen to it again? Yeah, sure. Oh, Christina. <laughs> about ka <laughs> Alright. It's a good thing she did the ka at the end because I think that's why I know it. It's because it's her, it, it's the person's catch for, it's one of their things they say. Yeah. But it's not the best impression. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's Owen Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah, that does sound like Owen Wilson. Does it? Should we listen what to it? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does sound like him let's see let's see if that's or the is. other one or luke wilson it's one of it's one of them it's owen wilson okay <laughs> it's owen wilson. what are you talking about <laughs> okay that. so that was that that was that i don't know if that that segment's ever coming back guys but the, <laughs> it's coming back that might be a fan favorite we'll see <laughs> write in please if you think yeah that was, please that was write in if that was <laughs> i like that i left the house today and christina was like i did pretty i i feel pretty good about this one <laughs> <laughs> if it's a gift to up please let me know if it's a gift you better just say so okay. i like that we're just sticking in this bag <laughs> it's the one good thing about having this bag i don't know what to do with this bag well, this is it, I guess. Okay. Um, all right. I'm excited. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna open up this zip, zip bag, to get to my present. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. What do we have? Five people who died during sex. National bestseller. This is a book. You got me a book. Five people <laughs> who died during sex, and 100 other terribly tasteless lists. Yeah, it's a pretty awful gift, but you know. <laughs> no, I like. I mean, I think I like it. I what? I mean, it's. I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I think it's a book of five people that died during sex. Um, are there other lists in here? It seems like there are. I guess there are. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I guess those five people weren't enough to fill the fill a three hundred page book. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> no, this is good. I'm I'm excited to dip into this. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. I'll report back once I've read it the first chapter. <laughs> okay. How about that? Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> what well before we go i just would like to make sure that everyone realizes that we did in fact watch the first episode of taxi oh yeah wow taxi i forgot about taxi yeah how can i forget about taxi i don't know how can we forget and we talked about taxi drivers so that's crazy that we didn't get reminded i know i almost segued then (laughs) <laughs> probably should have <laughs> um yeah um let's do a brief discussion on taxi <laughs> well uh we watched the first episode i i liked it i liked it i was surprised and this is gonna be interesting going forward i was surprised by how serious it was because i don't think i've ever seen a sitcom to be so serious yeah it is the 70s but though. it's the 70s and um, I think that the '70s, you have to remember, were coming out of Vietnam. The you know we're coming out of Watergate. The world is kind of disheveled and angry, yeah. and you know uh, doesn't know what. You know, it's kind of like now, like they don't the the our country was sort of, what the hell, are we? Are we the are we a great country? You, you look at the the sitcoms of that day. With Taxi, All in the Family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very interesting time for comedy. Yeah. It's very dark comedy. Yeah. Very dark comedy. And not in, like, the dark comedy of, like, what we yeah, talk about Yeah, I mean, now. it's, like, slower. It's, like, it's... I mean, he's, he's like, a, he's like a, a guy that, that... I mean, the main guy, he, like, sort of uh, abandoned his daughter when she Judd was... Judd Hirsch. Yeah, Judd Hirsch. He, like, abandoned his daughter when she was... A kid and then he like is reunited and like she's like kind of upset that he left and mm-hmm. i was like wow this is a lot for a sitcom yeah especially for the pilot of a for sitcom. the pilot yeah that was the pilot yeah that was the pilot but look but it was funny but look who's in it i mean danny devito no, love danny devito tony danza mary lou henner judd mm-hmm. hirsch uh and our our friend andy kaufman our friend andy kaufman i mean it's a crazy good cast it's a good cast i mean all of those people went on to do incredible things yeah it's a it's a um it's a really good cast and they are all really good and and it's clearly funny i'm I mean, excited it was a lot funnier than i thought it was gonna be and i liked it more than i thought i was gonna i did too especially because you were saying that you were not super excited to definitely do, to, was to go not, on this adventure definitely not super excited about taxi um i had you know as a kid i always saw like you know, bits of it in reruns, and I never got it. You know, as a kid, I think definitely you're not going to get it. Yeah. And I don't know. It always looked kind of grody to me, honestly. It looked kind of big. Yeah. Well, yeah. the setting's not, like, super fun. Mm-mm. It's kind of, yeah. It's kind of drab. Mm-hmm. Everybody in it kind of looks gross. <laughs> like, they're not, they're not clean. <laughs> they don't look, they're not, it's, it's not as polished as, like, an 80s sitcom. Yeah, 80s sitcoms were very polished, very um, structured and square, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, it, which I that's what I was used to. And yeah. Well, anyway. we'll, we'll, we'll update when we watch the second episode. Yeah. Because we're, we're going on this journey. <laughs> Here we go. One episode at a time. 
Well, I think that's it for today. Yep. I th- what, 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 whoa, I think I just glitched out. No, I think there's one more thing. One more? Yep. One more? There's got to be one more really thing. Really? One more? Just one more thing. God, what could it be? What is it? What is it, William? Well, I have a question for you, Mark. There's a question. There's a question on the table. There's folks. a question on the table, and I have to know your answer. Here it comes. Who pays for porn? I don't. Not since the 90s. I've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that settles that. It does. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. 